Wow, powerful stuff there. Doomsday Clock by the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, hello and welcome to the Riff Monkeys podcast with me, Brian Wells, and my guest today is Kenny Lyon. Hello, hello, and how is everyone today? A, a pumpkins aficionado. Yes, that's right, yes. Yes. 
So, um, yeah, that was uh, Smashing Pumpkins there from their uh, seventh studio album called Zeitgeist, released in 2007. From a newly, you know, banded, uh, well, it's just Jimmy Chamberlain, isn't it? And, and, Steve, and uh, Steve Coogan. And Billy Corgan, <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was, it was them coming back again together. Nice to hear Jimmy Chamberlain's drums come back in on this album again. Because you think about it really... Um, the Pumpkins really is Jimmy Chamberlain and Billy Corgan. Of course. Yeah. Because all the albums were only recorded, actually, by them. The, yeah. other, the other members played live, but they didn't actually That's right. record much. I think one album, we, we spoke about it in the last episode, one album, they, they, they made it, and then Jimmy, um, and Jimmy and Billy Corgan went in and recorded over right. everything they'd done, you know? Which yeah, is, that's uh, true, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that was pretty good. So what do you think of uh, Zeitgeist, Kenny? I uh, mean, it was just one of them. It was, it was so, one of these arms that all the fans were waiting for it to come out and when it finally came here, everyone heard the first track for me as a, as a fan. When I heard the first track, I thought, wow, wow, here we go, this is... Yeah, because it's a massive drum roll at the beginning. Yeah, you know, like, that's wow. just, again, just there uh, with Jimmy's uh, t- toms, you know, his snare, his toms, man, his snares, just like so, the, the sound is... is so so unique to him and uh, yeah yeah what a song I just thought wow you know and but the rest of the album just just didn't really live up to to what that first track really delivered you know and uh, yeah it was it was one of them albums really didn't really didn't really get a lot of attention for that album to be honest with you um, no it didn't do very well no. what they say oh it didn't do very well commercially it still went gold and got number two in the billboard charts and things like that you know it's yeah, like yeah um so i don't know maybe that was because i don't know that if uh, when the band does that they're even trying to get new fans that's or correct, they're yeah. trying to please the ones that uh that's right already yeah. bought all their records yeah. you know um but for me not it's not a very strong album at all no um, standout tracks apart from that no. one that was a really good track yeah the, the yeah not for up. me and i don't think for for me billy's voice in this this uh, album's it's uh, not at his best really um you know compared to the other albums and it's yeah it's just it's well in that song is his voice kind of got drowned out quite a lot yeah. you can't yeah. hear his you know so yeah. But they are masters of production. They go to great lengths to, uh, on the production of the albums. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, the first tracks, the first tracks, awesome. It really is. It's a good, it's a great track, you know. Um, but for me, not really the, the strongest album from the Pumpkins. Oh right, okay. Mm. Well, well, let's play another track off of it anyway. This is another. This is a single off the track. It's called Tarantula. Yeah, Tarantula. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad track. Yeah, I'd say it's one. Um, you know, you get to the next track and then the next track and then one of these tracks stand out like uh, Tarantula. Uh, which, yeah, yeah, again, not, not a bad track again, uh, considering what else is on the album as well. But yeah, yeah, not a bad little track. Well, let's give it a listen yeah. and let the listeners decide. Yes, All right. Yes. You decide. Yes.
That was really nice, man. I love the way it started as well. Very powerful, very uh, energetic yeah. track, man. Absolutely brilliant. I love the power of, of the pumpkins. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely, yeah, that's the thing about them, I think. I mean, I saw them live in 2000, just before they broke up. It was their last tour, you know, and uh, it was extremely powerful. Mm, mm. Yeah, I love his lead guitar, and it really is. It's, uh, it's one of the best in the world, his lead guitars, uh, especially in Siamese Dream. Yeah. You know, sort of speaks for itself. And all. But at the end of this track here was... Yeah, um, his lead was uh, lead guitar was really good, you know. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, man. But hey, you know, I we we got to cover this album. It's not their best album, but when we move on to the next tracks, the next albums, there's some very there's, exciting there's, stuff, there's, man. Yeah, it's it's definitely a lot better than what this album did produce uh, initially. So yeah, the pumpkins did come through again eventually, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as well, just before making this album, uh, Jimmy Chamberlain and Billy Corgan made another group, a super group called Zwan. Um, and I got the album. I've still got the stickers that are in it. Um, that, that was a group. That was, it didn't do anything commercially, right? but it was a very experimental album. It was, um, it was pretty cool. I mean, I might play some tracks off of that uh, later on. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember. Listening so it's not to technically it. Smashing Pumpkins, but it's Jimmy Chamberlain and Billy Corgan, yeah, which, which must, is pretty must, much... Yeah, it must sound kind of... It must have some similarities in there. But I can't remember listening to it at all. No? No. no well, we'll, give it a, we'll, we'll throw a, tra a track on track the end of this show, the, man. Yeah, because yeah, I, so. I quite like it. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a better Pumpkins album than this one, than, well, than, than Zeitgeist. Do you know what I mean? Go, yeah. So let's move on, play the last track off of um, uh, Zeitgeist, and we'll move on to Oceana. Oceana, yes. Yes, cracking yes. album. Exciting. Exciting yes. stuff, Kenny. Yes. It's, uh, you excited? Very, yeah, I'm, very, I, I'm, I'm really I'm excited really now, man. Oh, de definitely different stuff on there. Okay, exciting. so what track should we play off of uh, Zeitgeist? I think uh, Bring the Light or... Yeah, I think it's bring, bring the Light. Bring the Light, yeah. Okay, this is Bring the Light from Zeitgeist by the Smashing Pumpkins. Shut down Aston Western my neighborhood I got it wrong but I could follow let's down loud and slide to bring the lights I fall with all my mind with lights Oh bring the light bring the light Sun of God, you 
Bring the light. Well, yeah. Bring the light. <laughs> Bring the light. Yeah, that was nice. Yes. You know. Um, yeah, if you're a if you're a Pumpkins fan, I'm sure you you, you probably agree that it's not their best album. No. It's nothing. It's not. Hey, I'm not saying it's rubbish or anything. I mean, to be honest with you, the next album uh, we're going to talk about is Oceana, and they they sold less copies of when it came out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You didn't get number two. It's strange that it's strange how it works. Yeah, but, um, you know. Yeah. So uh, well, let's move on then to Oceana. Um, from 2012 and yeah, what an album it's, a, it's the yeah. only album I think now that hasn't had Jimmy Chamberlain drumming on it no? yeah no well obviously you had um, Adore that wasn't Jimmy was oh it? right yeah uh, no that's true yeah yeah he had yeah. session I think uh, but he had session drummers I know he had a guy with uh, orange sunglasses bald head I oh yeah I always remember him but I think they had session drummers throughout that album for, uh, for the actual tour too you know Oh, right. Uh, but yeah, Oceana, um, um, just what a total different direction of music. Yeah. With elements of these old uh, style in there, but what a step in a different direction. Yeah, no, when you hear it, you're like, I mean, your your listeners are going to hear now a cracking track, the opening track called Quasar. I yeah. mean, as soon as you hear it, it's like, wow, mm. that is the Pumpkins, man. Yeah, that, that, is... That, that, this is one of the songs off the album where, where you've got the old old elements running through there and uh, his, uh, his lead guitar again there as well. Yeah. Uh, but what a track, yeah, what a track, you know. Oh, it is yeah. a beauty. Yeah. I do play it sometimes uh, in my DJ set at Louis Louis. It's absolutely brilliant. It's very powerful. Um, so let's put, let's put it on, shall we? Yeah, let's, let's, Quasar, let's have a listen to this one. Quasar from the Oceana album by the Smashing Pumpkins.
Wow. Quasar there by the Smashing Pumpkins from the 2012 album Oceana. Yeah, so it's an amazing track. It is, man. Um, <laughs> let's look, have a little, little look, at, an equal look at the background and the recording of the album, um, which started in 2011. And, and I think it was, uh, the, the idea was uh, Billy Corgan had this idea to release an album within an album. Um, and it, I've got them. It's called Tear Garden by, by Kaleidoscope. Mm-hmm. And what he'd do is he'd get different people to, um, to play on the tracks and he'd release them one by one and give them away free on the internet. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then releasing them in, in EPs mm-hmm. um, after claiming that albums are a dead medium. Uh, mm. Although the album Oceana kind of contradicts that. Yeah. Um, but Corgan explains, he said, I still stand by my view that I don't think albums are particularly relevant at this time. That may change. But as far as making music from a writing point of view, it's really going to focus uh, me to put a group of songs together that are supposed to go together. You yeah. Know? yeah, I like, I like albums like that. Yeah. Um, Intertwine. Corgan later admitted that they switched back to the album format because he reached a point where he saw that one song at a time idea had maxed itself out. I just saw, I just saw we were getting the mm. penetration into everybody that I could have hoped, <laughs> whatever that means. Yeah, I can see what he's trying to do, you know, to yeah. do some of that bit different, you know. And, uh, but yeah, it didn't work out, did it? it didn't go that way, did it? So, no. Yeah. But yeah, it's an absolutely amazing album. Mm, but it's yeah. so, it's so. I mean, most people. That's the thing that, that what, why I, I find uh, the pop world a quite a shallow thing. And it's like, Definitely. it's, it's. There's no all the stuff, the history, the, the stuff that goes on behind the behind the scenes with bands like the Pumpkins. You know, it's mm. like, it's, so, it's just so much story there. Yeah. It's so intense. It's so, it's unbelievable. You know. Yeah, I think I think he done uh, for this album as well. He done a. Stage, it was something to do with the, the stage show and the lighting and the background as well. I'm sure there was some element. Yeah, I mean, uh, now, right now, uh, their, their stage yeah, show, they're on yeah. tour at the moment, and their stage show is the, yeah. the, the setup. There's massive figures on stage. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, so do check that out. Go yeah. on YouTube and check out their latest gigs because it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, they yeah. did. They, this album's on YouTube, like the, the actual whole thing. Uh, from the from the he actually plays it as one like he's he's tried to do you know what you've seen on the Wikipedia there was but he does play it when he plays it live it's one track after another and plays the whole album Oceana yeah so it's pretty wicked really it's a good it would have been a good gig to go and see you know absolutely yeah. brilliant stuff yeah well let's play another track off of Oceana Kenny what one shall we play uh, I think uh, my love is winter. Kinda, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, that's a great track. Yeah. It is a great yeah. track, man. Let's chuck it on for yeah. our lucky listeners. Yeah, what a f- I mean, the guy's a genius, you know? Yeah, I think 44, 44 songs he wrote for this album. Nice. Yeah, a lot of tracks. So. I mean, I've got pretty much everything they've done, and I, I, this show would go on forever. I think I've got like, hundreds, I think it's about 300 mm. songs I've got on my My Tunes by the Pumpkins. And it's, uh, yeah, he's, he's wrote a lot of songs, the guy, you know? Yeah, it's incredible, yeah. you know? Ah, genius. All right, so here we go. Love 
I love his winter there by the Smashing Pumpkins. Wow, well, I just uh, think from, it's... from their 2012 album, yeah. back to form, uh, the just, Smashing Pumpkins. It's just a great song, you know. Uh, it's not like anything you would hear um, on the beginning albums. There's no no relevance there at all. You know, it's totally just yeah, just totally different and just amazing. You know, I just it is, it. but it's it's weird because when a band's been going like this, it's, you're trying to imagine sometimes if they just come out like brand new band, boom, come out with that album. Like, I mean, mm. you know, it's weird because uh, I've been into really really into bands and then I've I've kind of not known that they're doing anything because I don't watch I don't watch TV. I don't yeah, you yeah. know. Be, I don't like being advertised to or anything so you don't some things slip under the radar and this did with me and then I found it you know and, and it was like wow just absolutely incredible album it really hit me you know but whereas the last one the Zeitgeist album just didn't do anything nah, it was nah, like totally, um, it just felt like they're doing it for the sake of making well I think so yeah I mean just again just creativity sometimes you just, you're just not really ready to, to release an album and bands have to you know they yeah, have, they have to you know, if they want to stay relevant. Yeah. yeah, or they have to for the contract, you know. And they sometimes they they produce. It's not very. It's not good, you know. No, uh, it's happened with many bands, to be honest. Yeah, because some bands that like, you see them, a lot of people see certain bands as oh, they were from the nineties or whatever, and they, and they must have split up and they're making a comeback or whatever. And there's other bands like the Pumpkins that ne- you just don't. No. Imagine they've ever stopped, you know, no, they've never right. stopped really. No, 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 not when you've got a guy like Billy Corgan who's just a, he's a songwriting machine. He yeah. Really, he really is. All our Yeah, he is. He's just a songwriting machine, you know, and I don't, it's his passion to be honest with you. So, uh, you know, it's, 
it's incredible you know, how one guy can produce so much of what he's done, you know, it's... Uh, yeah. Sheer talent, to be honest with you. Sheer talent. Yeah. And that's what we're all about here yeah. on the Riff Monkeys but podcast. It's, uh, this album is just, you know, as I say, you go from one track to another, it starts off like really like old, the old sort of pumpkins elements in there. And then it just really does, every track after that is just so different, you know. It's, I mean, he's got, one of the other tracks he's got, you know, he's got a little bit of lead popping through at the end of it, which is really nice. But the actual beginning of the songs, not not any of the old stuff. And then, as I say, just every song after that, there's, there's always some different elements going on in there. And they're all different, which that really blew me, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's totally different, every song, and just a totally different direction to any of the stuff he's ever wrote before, you know. Yeah, well, this next track, Pinwheels, we're going to play now. Um, it's great, man. It's, got, it's very electronic. It, it sounds yeah. like... It's like uh, it sounds like a bit like The Who to yeah, me, like Bubba yeah. O'Reilly, you know. You can tell there's a lot of influence there. Not copying in it mm-hmm. anyway, but just, yeah, it definitely gives me that. Because yeah, of the synth in it and stuff, it's very electro rock. Yeah, he's, he's used a lot of electronics in this album, which, yeah. uh, which I think it works really well for him. And then, you know, he doesn't use it in every song, but uh, but yeah, definitely a couple of songs. It's very ele- electronic and it's, it's definitely a good feel, you know, it really is. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. And that's what we love. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is Pinwheels uh, from the Oceana album by the Smashing Pumpkins. Thank you very much. Yeah, check it.
Different, isn't it? It's, it is. Uh, it's all very different. Yeah, it is. It's none of it's very samey. None of it's, no. you know, it's, it's a breath of fresh air. You know, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's totally surprising because I don't think he would ever write any music like that. To be honest with you, I think you know you listen to most of his albums have all got that same sort of. Uh, but no, this album really does blow me away. To be honest with you, I've enjoyed listening to it for many years. Been listening to it for oof, easy six years now. You know. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I still listen to it now in the car. Uh, yeah, I love this album. I really do. I think it's a great album. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, you heard it here, guys. Yeah, Go out and buy Oceana. Yeah, definitely check it out if you've never heard it before. You know, it's uh, it's a wicked album. It's really a good is. album for people to get into new if they don't know the the pumpkin yeah, tower as well. You know. Yeah, I mean, this is a. I mean, some people don't hear bands to like five albums on. Yeah, and uh, this is their eighth album. To think, yeah. you know, it's still yeah, know. yeah. It's, uh, it's but it's weird because we're not really talking about a band, really. It's Billy Corgan, you know. So when he, when he went off to do his solo stuff, because after Zeitgeist, Jimmy Chamberlain went off and um, did a project called the Jimmy Chamberlain Experience or something, yeah. something weird like that. Yeah. And Billy Corgan went on to do his solo stuff um, and did like these video documentary things where he's just going around America. Um, doing his little podcast you know yeah it's quite interesting i really liked it i really enjoyed it um but you know and then he went off and did his solo stuff but to be honest it's just like a pump it's, yeah, it's pumpkins, it's pumpkins you know, it's, it's, yeah. he is the smashing pumpkins yeah. you know um, he's the mastermind behind the band you know the mastermind the yeah. evil villain yeah. but yeah. it's good i like that sometimes it's nice it's nice if you get bands that all contribute towards the music but mostly in lately terms it's not really you know 50-50 across the board there's always someone there that's writing the music and, yeah you know and bands there's always in, in band arguments yeah. and stuff and, yeah of course there is and know. that was a bit of their downfall kind of you yeah. know from the early days the first three albums are definitely the best but uh, mm. it all just got weird when you you know it's uh, yeah. but like I mean even we haven't really picked I mean there's so many tracks on this album to pick it's quite there hard is, to, but you could have we could have put every track on this album I think you know but even the song Oceana is quite a big track, you know, it's one of these, it's very uh, progressive song, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it's obviously, it's, I think it was, a, I'm sure it was one of the, the singles off the album or something, one of the strongest sort of songs off the album. Uh, he sort of promotes it on the stage, you know what I mean, life, it's one of them songs, you know, it's uh, very progressive, very, very, very long, but um, yeah, great music really is, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so we're going to play one more track off. This we album. are going to play one more track off of this album. Uh, yeah. It's called. It's, that's only a short one. It's called Inkless. Yeah, yeah. It's just right at the end of the album, second last track, and uh, yeah, just a little beauty just kicked in at the end there, and it's back to sort of um, like uh, the older sort of sort of style a little bit there. And everything. His lead guitar again. I mean, his lead guitar is amazing in this. But what I really like about the song is the the riff that he's made up is it's most of it is done by bending the strings of the guitar to actually make up the riff which I think is, uh, you know it's amazing you know it's incredible you know all right he's a great guitarist yeah, yeah. he's a really good guitarist love absolutely it. incredible love it absolutely love it well let's give it a listen then this is the last track we're going to be playing off of the smashing pumpkins album oceana this is called inkless and then we'll be going moving on to their current album that they're currently on tour with yes that's right yeah. and then possibly playing some of zwan yes all right I think that'd be good all right check it out this is inkless Yeah. 
So Inkless there by the Smashing Pumpkins from yes. Oceana. Now it's an interesting thing, Kenny, you know, because this thing Tear Garden by Kaleidoscope that Corgan come up with, it didn't mm. quite work as he wanted it to, but these uh but that album and the next album, which is called Monuments to an Elegy, which is a largely overlooked Yes, I'd have to say is yeah. an uh, large and it's it's their least commercially successful um album. Sold like fifty two thousand copies in the first week, as compared to, um, you know, Zeitgeist, which is one hundred and fifty yeah. something thousand, which isn't that much really in a country with three hundred fifty million. <laughs> um, so, yeah. but you know what I mean? It's it's like, but it's alternative rock. It's like they're they're always number one in the alternative uh, the charts when they come out. But yeah, it's interesting. Um, and this album, I've got to admit, I didn't. I have hardly uh, heard it at all. But no. now that I have. Uh, wow! Yeah, it's a great, it's a great um, album as well. You know, just uh, in between uh, yeah. the current album, what they're doing now. You know, I mean, I can't wait to get to the current album. It's mm. absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. But we got this, we're going to play some tracks of this album, Monuments to an Energy. And what I mean, it's right back to how I mean. A lot of people are saying that um, it's exa- It's like listening to the old, the first yeah. three albums. You know, yeah. and it very much is. Um, it's much better than Zeitgeist. I've got to say, Zeitgeist was them coming back and like, wow, Jimmy Chamberlain and Billy Corgan back again together. Yeah, it's a you shame know? it never worked out. No, know? but this one did. And who, do you know who played drums? Plays drums on this album, Kenny? Uh, no, who's that? Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. There from you go. Motley Crue. There you go from Motley Crue. Huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, different style completely. Um, but but it sounds good, I think. Oh, it's it's yeah. brilliant, yeah, man. I, I really. It sounds good. Yeah, this is brilliant, man. So let's play the first track. It's called Tiberius. Yeah, I love this track. Yeah, let's check it out, man.
my love, don't fight Never leave here this night Brilliant, Tiberius. There, mm, I love. Uh, I love that track. I really do. This is a. I mean, you know, they've got ten albums, and we've obviously for these shows trying to pick the best ones. This album is the hardest to pick uh, mm. three or four songs from yeah, because they're all is. so damn good. Mm. I mean, I thought Oceana was good, um, and then this come out, and it's like wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice for the you know to come out after Oceana and produce something like this as well. You know, it's. Uh, yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe some of the tracks that he wrote for the Oceana actually ended up to be maybe some of the tracks on here. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was all part of the Tear Garden by Kaleidoscope um, thing. Well, it's just like hundreds of tracks on it, man. It's just, oh, it's mm. just inspiring, man. You know. But this album actually uh, it peaked at number thirty-three in the US charts and number fifty-nine in the UK, making it. Um, at the time, their lowest charting album uh, in both regions since their debut album, Gish, mm. you know. Yeah. But it's far better than Zeitgeist, you know. it's uh, Yeah, again, yeah, yeah. it's definitely, uh, yeah, you can you look back at Zeitgeist now and you can see how just, uh, it didn't stand up to, to anything, really, you know. Just yeah. one of them albums, you know. Yes, and yeah. Tommy Lee on the drums as well. It's nice to you know. Yeah, I think he sounds he's, quite good. He's actually. still got it. Yeah, yeah. I think he's. I think he sounds quite good there. The singer know? from Motley Crue definitely <laughs> hasn't got it still. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh my good mm-hmm. god. Um, but yeah, uh, hard to believe actually that Motley Crue were considered hard rock or heavy yeah, rock they, at the time. Yeah, I mean, at the time, yeah. more glam rock. Yeah, it's glam rock when you when you listen to it yeah. but 30 years since I mean anyway look we're talking about another yeah, yeah. show here we're getting mm. off track we're talking about the pumpkins yeah. uh, we're going to play another track off of this album uh, it's, it's a wicked track it's just called Run To Me yes yeah, yeah. nice. uh, it's not, not a heavy song as such but I love uh, the electronics in this this yeah. album as well yeah. really done nicely you know it's my kind of thing yeah it's really, really like it. uh, went the electronic side of things and it's as I say it's really sounds good and it's definitely working for them you know it is working for them yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> alright Let's play it. Let's play Run To Me. Run To Me. Yep. Run to 
cracking track. Yeah, or matey track. <laughs> That's like uh, element. It's like Gary Moore, um, uh, Gary Newman. I say Gary Moore, Gary Moore then, but Gary Newman, it's just like, you know, it's, it's very, oh, yeah, the Depeche tracks. Mode kind of thing, yeah, very uh, 80s electro going on in there. Yeah, that's uh, oh, it's a great, it's a great, uh, it's, it's such a great artist, it really is, you know, just um, great music, mostly from now, from his eight guys onwards, just, uh, you just can't stop coming out with some, some great stuff, you know. Amazing, yeah, amazing. yeah, I'm really surprised as well because I stopped, you know, I kind of stopped following them, I guess, as you, I guess because media is the way it is now, um, you just, it's easy to overlook if you're not following yeah, them every day and a member of their fan club and all the rest of it, you kind of... Uh, you kind of, if you're not, and if you're not looking for... Uh, looking for new albums and stuff like these things can be overlooked, you know. Yeah, but how nice to be mm. able to have loads more Pumpkins yeah, tracks pumpkins to listen to, you know. To, yeah. It's wicked. Oh, I just play another track off of this incredible album. Yeah, this one's one. really good. I really <laughs> love the way this, I really, really love this next track. This, uh, it's called Monuments, I think, I guess is the title track from the album. Yeah. Um, not the first track, but the title track, because it's called Monuments to an Elegy. That's right. Um, so let's check it out. I think you're going to really like yeah, this. Yeah, this is a great track. Check this one. Oh.
Monuments there from Monuments of Energy. Uh, well, Smashing Pumpkins. That was wicked, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Got the the powerful guitar there and the drums. I think yeah, what well, uh, the drums are working really well on this album, aren't they? I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's fantastic, isn't it? No, it's amazing. It does amazing. you know? And uh, the electronic element in that song there just uh, really suits it. It really does. Uh, what what a great track, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think because on, on on the Adore album they were just like, right, we're going to make an electronic album, and it kind of it didn't work that well because they were trying too hard to do it. But mm. on these subsequent albums, like especially this one, it really works. It's really subtle. It's really you know, I just. Uh, yeah, it's not just a, I mean, the drum machine. There's More no natural. drum machine there. <laughs> like the, there was a drum machine in the video door, and it was, uh, yeah, it was okay, but. Yeah, it seemed like they were following what yeah. lots of other people were doing. Like, yeah. you know, Radiohead did it as well, you know, and they still yeah. do now. I mean, his, his solo stuff is, uh, you know, very electronic. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind the drum machines. It does work. No, no. You know? It does work, you know. Yeah. But, um, but the, the drumming, I mean, yeah, his drumming's amazing in this album, it really is. Yeah. It's absolutely Tommy awesome. Lee. Mm, it's produced by Rick Rubin. That's yeah, of course, he's go. uh, the, the genius. Yeah, you know, one of the best. Yeah. So yeah, this. I mean, this is part three of the the pumpkins um, special. So I mean, uh, we can't fit oh, this. I mean, we're already up to an hour uh, or over an hour now. But we want to um, play at least three songs from the the current album. Um, which is called Shiny and Oh So Bright Volume One. No past, no future, no sun. Yes. Um, and it's a, oh, yeah, it's a corker, it's a, isn't it? It's, it's absolutely brilliant. They're on tour with it right now. And this yeah. is the reunited, almost fully reunited Pumpkins. This is Jimmy Chamberlain, Billy Corgan and James Eher. Uh, yeah. They joined the band, uh, marking the first time since Machina mm. and Zeitgeist that Eher and Chamberlain have worked with the band, respectively. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, nice to see the guitarist back, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. they you know, they reunited and started production with, with Rick, Rick Rubin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first time he'd worked with the band since Adore. Um, yeah, and recorded in Shangri-La Studios in Malibu, California. Um, only eight songs. Uh, no, the first part, yeah. Yeah, the first part, obviously, yeah, it's the first part. So, yeah, but it is absolutely cracking. But let's stop talking anyway, Kenny, because we've got no more time to talk. We've got to get the let's, records let's in. Let's get the records in, yeah. All right, so what's the first track we're going to play from this album? That would be um, that would be Knights of Malta. Knights of Malta. Knights Let's of give Malta, it a listen. Yeah. All right. Yes. The current Smashing Pumpkins album. What a corker. What a corker. Here you go. We gotta make this happen. I'm gonna fly forever. Blazing style and climb out of that high to wonder where we are. We're gonna make this happen.
For your fist and a scarab for your mouth. The symptoms say persist, so resist, but a cure is not in doubt. of Malta there yeah what a great track you know it is a great track yeah um, lots of harmonies there very mm. catchy it's uh, yeah I love the violins yeah, uh, yes. all the way through that song uh, yeah it's a nice song to start off with really in the album yeah um, and yeah I just love this album I love I love the, the whole feel of it and uh, it's definitely a great track to start off with that one is. yeah I like it a lot. Mm. It's a short album. It's only half an hour long, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's what a lot of people say. That uh, a lot of people are so happy with the album. It's just a shame it was so short-lived, you know. Yeah, I mean, I hope yeah. it's not. Uh, I mean, I know there is a bit of a trend. It's like people, you know, they don't put so many tracks in there because of people's attention span. Mm. You know, like, uh, 
But I think if people want want to, you know, I mean, I certainly want more tracks from Amani. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah. love, uh, I love it when there's like, I mean, old hip hop bands. They used to like De La Soul, and you know, they used to put um, like 28 tracks on an album. You know, they weren't yeah, all full songs, but it's like it's just I don't know, man. I just want a bit more from, from yeah, an album. Hip hop tends to do that. They've got a lot more tracks. Than yeah, their, um, their but you know, it's great. Like today, we saw a video, didn't we, of the release of uh, the Tool album, the new Tool album, which we're going to talk about next time, and. Uh, there was a guy unboxing it and it was, wow. Yeah, yeah. a little video screen inside. Yeah, the new CD, the new two CDs. Um, yeah, it's a bit futuristic as, as far as CDs go. Conceptually yeah. amazing. Yeah, it is. Absolutely it is. brilliant. It well, let's chuck, uh, let's chuck on um, Silvery Sometimes, yeah? Yeah, uh, yeah. What an amazing track here. Just to go from the first, uh, you know, the first track there on the field, that first track, into this song here, this song here, Reminds me so much of the Smashing Pumpkins from their early days, and it's like the the band's back together for me. Uh, you know, it sounds so so much like that. You know, the drumming, uh, Billy's Billy's, uh, you know, singing his guitar, and this is just a great track, and it really reminds me of uh, what the Smashing Pumpkins are all about, and uh, it's just great. Yeah, because they're they're properly reformed in this, apart yeah. from Darcy, but Darcy's never gonna play with the Pumpkins again. No, nah, but it's just. It's never really. It's just a bit. And then the bassist in the band is quite a basic. The ba- the bass has always been quite basic. You know, bass and so. Yes, it has. Yeah. yeah. So it's never really going to be a, 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 a downfall in the band. You know. No, no, yeah. I know what you mean, but you know, yeah, it was it's just. just uh, it's a shame. Yeah. yeah, it is a shame. Yeah. But anyway, they're still making amazing music, mm-hmm. including this song, "Silvery Sometimes." Oh, what a track from Shiny and Oh So Bright. Here we go.
Silvery sometimes there in brackets ghosts. Yes, yeah. yeah. I think what well, his lyrics at the end there, he does say ghosts. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, just uh, as soon as I heard that, you know, because remember, thinking about the new albums out soon, and that was the first track that I heard. It was actually on uh, YouTube, and uh, I was just like, wow, that's just the Smashing Pumpkins for me. That sound that I absolutely adore is back again. You know, it's yeah, yeah, it's great. It really is. Brilliant, man. Well, we've come to the end of our journey through the world of um, the Smashing Pumpkins. This is the end of part three, and uh, what a ride, man! What yeah, a ride. There's a lot to a lot to talk about and a lot to hear. With, yeah, uh, this sorry band, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, we're going to play one more track. This is called "Seek and You Shall Destroy." destroy. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week with some more. I've got to do the Asian Dub Foundation. We're going to carry on with that, and we've got some new ideas that we're going to be trying out. Some new albums, the new Tool album. Definitely, we're going to talk about. Yeah, we'll definitely do the Tool album. Um, do a review on. Yeah, it has to be done because mm-hmm. it's just it's iconic. It's absolutely incredible. Um, so get listening to Tool, so you know what we're talking about. Definitely. What yeah. A great, what a great band as well. You know. You'll love them. Yeah. Um, so it's thank you very much for listening it's goodbye from me Brian Wells and, and it's goodbye from me Ken Lane. alright we are the Riff Monkeys and uh, see you next week see you next week bye bye
Death Monkeys.